Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1127, Four Antidotes to Procrastination by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm your narrator, Justin Mollick, reading blogs or articles every single day of the year to help you live a more meaningful life. Today's post is about procrastination. My business partner, Lee, picked this one for you. I'm glad he did because this is one of the most frequently mentioned issues that I see pop up. So with that, let's get right to the post as we optimize your life. Four Antidotes to Procrastination by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Lately, I've been procrastinating a bit more than normal, and of course, it doesn't feel great. The truth is, though, that there are a number of good reasons for my procrastination. Number one, I've had some serious jet lag and sleep issues, which means my mind is tired and just needs some rest, so I'm trying to be patient and take care of myself. Number two, I've had a lot on my plate, and it's been overwhelming. Not just work stuff, though there's a lot of that, but family stuff too. So instead of holding myself to impossible standards, I have to be compassionate and allow myself to create some space to simplify, to find a path that works for me. And number three, I'm pushing myself into lots of uncertain territory this year. That brings up fears. I've been running from those fears at times through procrastination. This is natural and I shouldn't beat myself up for it. Instead, I can be compassionate and mindful and find a path forward. So if it's not such a bad thing, my procrastination, and I shouldn't beat myself up about it, problem solved, right? Or actually, there's no problem at all? Well, yes, there's actually no problem. This isn't anything to feel bad about. However, I do believe that we should find an antidote or two to our procrastination because it usually means we're not doing the meaningful work we want to do in the world. It's worth figuring out. So in this article, I wanna offer a few antidotes to procrastination so that we can all find a path to doing the meaningful work we want to do, a path to offering our gift fully to the world. Antidote number one, self-care. The first thing to ask yourself if you're procrastinating is, am I tired? Do I need to take care of myself? Often my procrastinating is simply because I haven't been getting good rest or I've been doing so much that I'm tiring myself out. Maybe I went for a hard run in the morning and I'm not feeling energetic in the evening. Maybe I've been working hard on a project for a week without a mental break. When this is the case, the answer is to get some rest. Take a nap, sleep in, disconnect and read a paper book. Go for a slow walk, not for exercise, but to get a mental breather. Meditate, do some yoga. The main ideas are to sleep, disconnect, get away from everything, and perhaps meditate reflect, contemplate, find stillness and quietude. 
Once you're refreshed, and it might just mean a 20-minute nap and a short meditation, you can find mindful focus again. Antidote number two, make a small commitment. What helped me during one point of my procrastination was to make a commitment to a friend that I would do a bunch of work at a specific time. And if I didn't do that work, I would have to suffer a consequence that we both agreed to. Needless to say, I stuck to my commitment. I got the work done no matter what it took. Tomorrow, I'm gonna make a commitment to my wife to record a series of videos over two days. If I don't, no coffee for a week. When you make a sacred commitment to someone you respect, you'll elevate the act from something you want to shrink from to a vow that you want to uphold. Then doing the work will be something you want to do. Pro tip, make the action you commit to doing be fairly small. That'll make it easier to get started and be able to launch into your commitment without too much trouble. Antidote number three, create the space. A big part of the problem with constant procrastination is that we are in an environment that is conducive to distraction, to doing small tasks like checking messages, answering emails, seeing how many likes you got on Facebook, etc. You might set yourself to doing the work, but then decide to just check one thing real quick, and that leads to checking another. And before you know it, a whole day has gone by. It's hard to focus when you're in an environment like this. So the smallest first step you need to do is create the space, turn off Wi-Fi, set up an internet blocker, unplug your router, or get somewhere where there is no internet. With an environment like this, you'll be able to focus much better. This is why my best writing is often done on planes or trains, or when I use a distraction-free writing tool or an internet blocker. There isn't anything else to do but the work I've committed to doing. For other people, that might mean finding a space where you'll do nothing but the work you're going to do a practice space for martial arts or music, for example, or a reading space with no electronic devices, or a painting studio in your garage. Create the space, clear everything away, then get to it. And antidote number four, find the joy in it. When we think of the work as something huge and difficult, stressful and overwhelming, or full of fear, it's hard not to procrastinate. So a switch in mindset would be hugely beneficial. If you love doing it, you won't procrastinate. The trick is to find the joy in the activity. Don't just do it like it's a chore to be gotten over with or some ordeal you need to make it through. Instead, see it as a treasured activity that you get to do, something that is a privilege to do because not everyone gets to do this kind of work. What an amazing thing it is to be alive doing this activity right now in the miracle of existence and of this moment. What a breathtaking thing if only we don't take it for granted and fully appreciate the fleeting joyful beauty of this moment. So in each moment, appreciate the profound power of what you're doing. Be fully immersed in it, fully mindful of the sensations of the experience, and see if there isn't the thrill of joy to be found in every motion or every breath. Your brain will start to program itself to dive into this joyful activity, and you'll be awake to the world. You just listened to the post titled Four Antidotes to Procrastination by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. Great tips, hopefully that helps if you're struggling with procrastination. That'll do it for today. Have a great day, a happy Friday, and I'll see you over the weekend where your optimal life awaits.